and welcome to episode 47 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include Actually Finished, Actually Working, Actually Stashed, Actually Hand-Dyed, and then we've got some giveaways and things like that to announce. So let's just jump in to Actually Finished. I have just a couple things um, today. I have been working like crazy on these ornaments um, that I talked to about last time. Um, I am using a pattern by Jen Sheelan called Victorian Yuletide, and what you do is knit little cozies for those clear plastic ornaments that you can find, like at Michael's or um, I think they have them at Walmart, I saw them at Walmart. Um, and so Jen has two sets of patterns for the ornaments. I am using the first set, and the only one I've actually done that is pattern is the pattern called um, Elizabeth. I've done two like that, and it's a cute, um, I wouldn't call it a, fo a cable, maybe it's like a faux cable, um, but it makes little diamonds. And I've done them in a bunch of different yarn so far, so I'm trying to do these to go along with gifts for my family for Christmas and then to go along with um, teacher gifts for the kids' teachers. So, so far I've done two of them out of Knit Pick Stroll in this shimmer base. So it's got a little bit of Stellina, so they sparkle. And I'm putting up my tree this weekend, so I'm gonna hang them all on my tree before I do anything else, like when only the lights are on, and then I'm gonna try to take some pictures of them because I think they're so cute. So anyways, I've got two that I did, one in that Elizabeth pattern, one where I just kind of cabled it. Um, and then I did one with some self-striping, lollipop yarn leftovers in the Dua Diddy colorway, which is a dark gray with a um, hot pink and kind of a bright green, maybe a chartreuse green stripe. Um, and then I did two from a mini that I dyed that I'll talk about later. Oh, three from minis that I dyed that I'll talk about later. And then I did one for my mom in, um, in the yarn I bought in Hawaii because I thought that would be cute that if she had an ornament on her tree that it's very so it's it was hand dyed in Hawaii this yarn I'll have to look up the um the name of the yarn but it's meant to look I knit her some socks while we were um while we were on the trip and so it's meant to look like one of the beaches there and so it's got um, blue for the sky and a different blue for the water and kind of a gray and a, a sand color for the beach and it's really pretty and I thought that would make a really pretty ornament for her tree and it's not like it's not super Hawaii looking it's not a palm tree or something but I, hopefully it'll make her think of that um, when she sees it on her tree so those are coming along pretty well I did I made my kind of big Christmas list the other day and um tried to figure out how many of those I thought I needed and I think I need 21 ornaments and I think I'm done with eight so they're going faster certainly the ones that I'm doing stockinette where I'm just using um, her stitch counts and then just knitting them stockinette instead of with the pretty patterns are going faster than the ones that I am doing um, you know with the the more complicated stitch patterns although those are turning out super pretty um, so I think I'll be fine for what I need to get done in time for Christmas. I've got a month left to go, so hopefully that'll all work out okay. I bought some more yesterday, and actually I dug into my basement, and I found some that I had 
bought last year and forgotten about. So I think I have plenty of the ornaments, although some of the ones I ended up with, I bought kind of like a big tub of them at Michael's yesterday, and um, they are smaller diameter, which is actually probably better. And then I have this idea that like I just want to knit like a million of them for myself and put them on my tree, like a million of them. Like if I was one of those people who had multiple Christmas trees, which I am not, although I kind of wish I was, uh, I would just knit like I would just have a whole tree of knitted ornaments and it would make me super happy. So anyways, those are coming along great. They're, they're very, um, you know, uh, satisfying because they, they knit up pretty quick and they're simple and I'm enjoying them a lot. I think they're going to make great gifts. So those are coming along pretty well. And then the other thing that's like truly, truly wearable finish now is something that I finished, um, actually a while back, and that is my fine jacket sweater. So this was a Vera Valimaki pattern from the book Color Wheel Knits that I um, that I loved, that I reviewed ages ago, and it is um, knit in some Madeline Tosh, I think it's just Merino worsted, um, and that is in the grasshopper colorway, which is a beautiful, vibrant green. I have a hat that I knit myself in that same colorway, but in pashmina, um, which is my favorite Madeline Tosh base. And I'm very excited because I'm going to the mountains tomorrow, and it's probably cold enough that I need a sweater, but not so cold I need a coat. So I'm going to wear this sweater and my matching hat. It's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> but I... I knit this thinking it was going to be my Rhinebeck sweater, and then I decided um, instead to wear my shawl shrug um, that I knit with my nerd string as my Rhinebeck sweater because I loved it so much. So um, this one had been waiting. There were quite a number of ends to weave in, and it needed buttons, and the button placement was super important because this one the way that it's really cute, it's it's a jacket, and I would call it, I wouldn't call it cropped, but it does hit sort of right at the waist in a way that I, I tend to like things longer to hide my waist. This actually is quite flattering, um, I think, in the way that it hits right at the waistline. Um, but at the front, you do this really fun, really interesting short row technique so that it kind of ruffles. Um, and then for the ruffles to be okay, um, it seemed like the button placement was going to be super important. So I had three different pairs of buttons that I was fiddling with. I had some big black buttons um, that I had ordered from Knitpicks, and then I had two, I have two beautiful sets of silver buttons that I got at um, Yarnfest at one point. And I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I, I had put a picture on Instagram at one point and asked for opinions. Um, and I think I think mostly people liked the silver buttons. But when I when I started to really sit down and look at it last night and think about what the sweater needed um, to hold this ruffle correctly, I decided that the black buttons were bigger and a little bit more sturdy. And I decided the whole thing would be a little more stable with the bigger buttons. So I sewed in the black buttons, I weaved in all the ends, and then I just wore it around the house last night with my yoga pants on because I love it very much. So I'm really happy with that. It's nice to have a brand new wearable sweater in my wardrobe, um, and it's a great color. It's not like, you know, it's not like super Christmassy because it's kind of a chartreuse, but I feel like anything green this time of year you can kind of get away with. 
I have a couple little Christmas like pins and things. I feel like I could wear that and be like, oh, look, I'm being, I'm being festive. So that is a big win for me, and I'm really excited about that sweater. And that's it for finished objects this time. Actually working. I have a bunch of fun stuff on the needles this time. My focus this weekend is kind of pivoting to Christmas stuff. So I did knit a bunch of ornaments. Um, I'm going to talk more in the hand-dyed about any of the ones that are currently on the needles because I, I dyed up a bunch of minis and, and one skein of self-striping, and so I want to talk about those there. Um, but those are coming along really well. I'm on a mission um, to finish some socks. So I have a bunch of socks that I wanted to do as gifts. Um, Benny's Star Trek socks, my husband's socks, um, Jack's Bronco socks, all are in various stages of being finished. All have one sock finished. Benny's are both done, but they need heels and heels. Um, and Jack's, I'm putting the toe in the second sock while I talk to you guys. And so I'm, um, I'm trying to get those finished up. And then I, I just have a bunch of socks for myself. Like it's finally, finally, finally sock weather here. And I'm wearing a lot of boots. And um, so I have a bunch of pairs of socks for myself that are just in various states of being almost finished. I have the Madeline Tosh Vegas socks, which once I get to a point where um, I'm done knitting this toe in, that's what I'm going to work on the rest of the time I'm talking to you guys. Um, I have a pair, the pair of socks I started on Halloween where I'm most of the way done with the first sock. I have two pairs of self-striping socks that I dyed myself last year. Um, and they're both like, they're both like a sock and a half at this point, I think. And so I'm trying to see if over the next couple weeks, if maybe I couldn't just, um, finish a sock a day. So all of these, um, weird half finished socks, if I could just get my act together and, um, get them, get them off the needles, um, that would make me super happy. I do have some more socks that I want to knit for Christmas. I wound up yesterday, um, the mustache, um, Star Wars yarn that I bought over the summer and I bought it in the R2D2. I think it's OCD2, she calls it. I think she probably can't call it R2D2. But anyways, I bought the R2D2 colorway and I um I wanted to knit those for the boys um for Christmas as well so that they each had two pairs of hand knit socks. Although my boys treat socks like they are disposable. We are we're just like always needing socks. So um, in my house, Rudolph always brings socks for everybody, and there's some fun socks in there. And then every time Old Navy has socks on sale, I buy them socks. And um, and then hopefully they'll both have two pairs of hand-knit socks. So anyways, I'm on a sock finishing kick. I want to just crank some of these out because I have some new sock yarn, too, that I am excited about um, jumping in with. So that's one of the things. The other thing that um, got quite a bit of work sort of right around the time I recorded last and right after was my true friend um, pullover. And so this is really cute. It is a Vera Valimaki pattern. And um, the construction is really interesting. I was looking for something that I could use some, you know, special skeins of yarn on. And um, this one I'm using some Handmade and Fine Casbah. I don't remember the colorway, and I went to look the other day, and I don't think I have it written down anywhere. But it's a it's a turquoise and gray, um, and I used that as the as color A. You kind of knit 
like a dicky, isn't that a thing? Where you like pull it over, you know, it has like a collar and then almost like a bib and a front and a back. You kind of knit like that and then you um you pick up and knit like around. So I'm I'm past the part with the fronts and now I'm doing um these stripes. And the stripes I'm doing in some of the Madeline Tosh sock in button jar blue that I bought at my sister knits over the summer. And then I have a skein of yarn ink that is um, gray with speckles and it's got bits of turquoise and purple and kind of this gorgeous gold. Um, and I'm pretty excited about that. So it's turning out really cute. I really am excited to have it and to wear it. Um, it may hibernate a little bit now because of um, my need to get some Christmas knitting done. So we'll see. But that one, I would say I'm, I'm a good 30 or 40% of the way through it. And, um, it's really hard to get a good picture of because you end up, oh, the cat's rubbing her face on the computer. Sweetheart. There you go, babe. Um, so, um, it's hard to get a good picture of because you're knitting like a lot of stitches at this point in a big circle. And then at some point I think I'm going to like three needle bind off it together. Um, but the more that the striping grows, the easier it is to sort of start to see it as a sweater. So I'll start to, I'll try to get some good pictures of it so you guys can see, but that one is really fun. Um, and then I did work a little bit more on this garter squish blanket. It is sitting here, um, in my office and, that's nice, mindless knitting. It's gotten really, really big. I took my really giant um, nerd bag that Renee gave me at Yarn Fest that says, Shh, there's yarn in here. And I have to say, so she had to switch her bags out. I know um, a lot of people know her bags. She used to have these great, colorful bags that were like, you know, the one that I'm picturing is like blue. And I think the straps were like chartreuse, but they were two colors. They were really funky, kind of distressed looking bags. They were super cool. And she can't get them anymore. She can't find them. So she was on a mission to figure out sort of what, you know, what was the new bag. And she had these at Yarnfest. She also had them at Knit Osh this last time. And they're these really, really big tote bags. And I have to say, I, I skinned up, or I, I balled up all the yarn um, for the whole rest of this. I think I have four or five big skeins of worsted weight yarn um, in the bag plus the blanket, which I, which I'm, I think I'm almost halfway done with. Um, and it all fits inside the bag, which is nice. I'm not taking it anywhere at the moment, but it keeps it nice and contained here. It's kind of living in my office. So, um, that's been pretty good and it's coming along. I have to decide what I'm going to do with it when it's done. Um, so more to come on that. And then the last thing is a new object that I cast on that I'm super excited about. I'm going to talk about it a little more in the stash segment or in the, the hand dyed segment. But I am knitting the Riley Rose shawl by Jennifer Lassonde, who is the host of the Downseller Studio podcast. So she's been um, releasing shawls this year um, named after members of her family. Um, and so Riley is one of her nieces and she gifted me the pattern over the summer and I've been very excited about the pattern, but I hadn't yet figured out what yarn I wanted to use um, because it calls for three colors of yarn and you work it, um, it's a triangular shawl, but you work it side to side instead of, 
either like small tip up or, you know, long edge down. I hope that makes sense. So it's got these great little sections um, and each has kind of a different stitch pattern. So the first one is like garter stitch. I don't have a pattern here for me. Um, and then there's some slip stitches and then there's garter stitch, but it's stripes. And then there was a lace section and I think now I'm back on some garter stitch, but they, it kind of goes in little segments so that if you picture a triangle with the, the longest edge, I know there's a geometry term for that, but I can't remember. It's not the hypotenuse. Anyways, the longest edge of the triangle, um, along the top and the tip at the bottom, um, then there's vertical stripes of different colors and different stitch patterns. It's really pretty. Um, I hope I'm doing justice to describing it. I will put some pictures and a link in the show notes. Um, and I think I gave away a copy of this pattern um, earlier this year, but I just hadn't figured out the yarn situation for myself. So then I decided that what I really wanted was a Christmas shawl. Um, so I dyed some yarn and I'll talk about the yarn in the hand dyed section. Um, but I'm, I'm loving how this shawl is turning out. I think it's going to be really pretty. Um, it's not, I didn't go like, not like big Christmas, um, with it, but I think it's like just, it's just right. And I'm really excited about it. So, um, that one, that's the only knitting I'm bringing besides probably, well, socks and ornaments, right? Um, that's the only knitting I'm bringing with me away to my parents in the mountains this weekend. Um, and I'm just going to sit and knit Christmassy yarn and feel happy. So that one is coming along great. Um, I think we don't have any real like Christmas, Christmas stuff until, um, middle of the second week of December. So I'm hoping that I can have that done, um, by then. The other thing I was going to mention with this pattern is, um, how exceptionally well written and how exceptionally well documented this pattern is. So there were a couple of cool things. Um, she does a really clever cast on. She does a Judy's magic cast on um, so that you end up with a really nice smooth um, transition because it's got a, um, a really nice eye cord edging. Um, but it's the way that she does it, and I'm not going to get into a lot of the details, but the way that she does it, you end up with a really consistent I-cord edge on the front and the back of the shawl and on both, on all edges. And the way that she does the cast on it makes sure it's continuous all the way sort of around that initial corner. So that was very cool. But it, this is a, it, it's a very simple pattern. None of the techniques have been very difficult, but so well documented. So the whole pattern is like, 17 pages long and the most clever thing that I've ever seen so for example at the beginning there was a whole lot of garter stitch and it's I don't know it's like the same rows and you repeat them whatever number of times 90 million times I don't know and then um she just put little check boxes in the pattern so that as I was working along you can check off and keep track and you don't have to count any of that yourself it just I was like why have I never seen this in a pattern before this is the most clever thing I've ever seen so um I I just wanted to point that out because I I was so impressed with the level of quality um in that and it really makes it two things very pleasurable to knit because there's no stress with like oh my god 
what what row was I on and I got to go back and count and I can't figure out like where I am none of that but also the little tick marks right I am a list maker sometimes I will make lists and I will add things just so that I can cross them off like oh that wasn't on my list but I did it and then I write it down and I cross it off uh so the little checking of the boxes is uh very potato chippy for me so I got a lot of that done this week I think I'm I think I'm two sections away from kind of the midpoint. Um, and so I think I have, and I think they're going to be pretty quick sections because I think I have a garter section and a stockinette section um, with stripes left to go. And so I think then I'll be decreasing, which um, it has not felt like uh, slow going up to this point, but I feel like once I get to the decreases, it's going to feel super fast. So I'll post, I've been taking a bunch of pictures of that one. I'll post them in the show notes. I would highly, highly recommend this pattern. It's really um, incredibly, incredibly well done. And the shawl itself is turning out so lovely. Um, I'm really excited about it. So also thank you, Jen, um, for the gift because I'm enjoying it tremendously. Actually stashed. So I know I talked a big game a couple of episodes ago about how I was buying less yarn because I'm going to all these events and I want to buy yarn at the events. <laughs> blah, blah. Lying <laughs> about my yarn buying habits. But I think that, I think I, what I did say was that I sort of, you know, was holding, holding in reserve the ability to buy some yarn, um, during holiday sales. Cause there are some great holiday sales. Um, and then I had a couple of fun yarn related things come up over the last couple of weeks that gave me opportunities to buy some things. So um, I do have some fun stash to talk about. The first is um, I went shopping last weekend with a girlfriend of mine and I'm not going to get into the details because um, I run the risk of spoiling somebody's Christmas present. Um, but my one of my girlfriends called me up and asked me to run over to Shuttles, Spindles, and Skeins, which is um, our local yarn shop in Boulder, Colorado, um, to go notions shopping with her. And so we went notions shopping in support of someone's Christmas surprise. And I found some really cool things that I thought I would tell you guys about um, because I actually kind of bought a, um, a surprising number of notiony things that I thought were really great. Um, so... Um, I bought, let's see, I bought some knitter's graph paper. So knitter's graph paper is different than regular graph paper because it is, um, you know, longer than it is tall. And so instead of being perfectly square, it, um, it, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It reflects like what your stitches would actually look like. So a lot of times I do fiddle around with graph paper um, to try to get, you know, like when I made Jack's Bronco scarf, when I was trying to get the words right or things like that, um, I definitely find myself sometimes fiddling with graph paper. So I thought it would be cool to have the right kind. One of the things that I'm thinking about for Christmas is I had reviewed a while ago a cooperative press book called Spilly Jane Knits Mittens. And um, they, and I think I might try to take the pattern from the Force Awakens hat and put it onto the mittens and see how that goes. So anyways, I, I thought the graph paper was a good idea. Um, and then I got, I'm like 
Oh, how did I not know this was a thing? I got a circular stitch holder, which I guess at the end of the day is not that different than like taking your interchangeables and using the cord to hold stitches. But I was so like tickled with this. I was like, why did I not know that a circular stitch holder was a thing? And sometimes you need your cord back, right? Because you're putting, I don't know, like you're putting the body stitches on hold and to go work for a, on a sleeve or something or whatever, or a sleeve stitch on hold while you go work on the body of a raglan sweater, something like that. So I was like, I was like, oh, I did not know this was a thing. So anyways, I bought myself one of those. Um, I bought this little finger guide for doing color work. So same idea, right, that I might try to do these mittens. Um, I think I first heard of these, maybe it was the Knitmores were talking about it, but Susan B. Anderson had put together like a post or something where she showed herself using this little um, guide for color work and it's supposed to keep things from tangling. So you just slide it over your index finger and then it's got little hooky things on it so that you could have the colors um, guided through that to keep them from tangling. So I thought that was pretty cool and I hadn't seen one of those in person. I think they're, I think it's a clover thing so I think they're pretty easy to find but anyways I just hadn't bought one myself yet. I bought a pair of um, puppies, which are um, the Haya Haya snips, and those are my go-to like snips. So for notions, what I generally do, I have a couple of little zippered um, Namaste pouches, pouches, pouches. I just said pouches. Um, I believe they were the Gemma pouch, and I just found out recently that Namaste is not in business anymore. But I also have a little. Um, Thing that it was like an ID credit card holder that was from Vera Bradley, but just things that are about that size, just a little pouch. And what I usually try to keep in it is like a tape measure, stitch markers, a tapestry needle, and then I always carry a pair of high high snips because they're little. They're about two two inches total. They have a little um, cover, and they just they just pinch kind of. Um, and so I like those a lot. So I bought another pair of those because I feel like those are the kind of thing you can never have too many of. So that was really fun. Um, we had a good time. I did not know that shopping for notions could be so much fun. Um, but last weekend I managed to get a couple of fun like knitting dates in. Um, I also had dinner with two of my um, knitting and podcasting girlfriends. And so it was a good, it was a good weekend for me last weekend. It was what I needed. Um, so then there are a couple of big sales um, related to the holidays. Um, the first is the Nitpick sale. Uh, so probably everybody's aware of that, but if you're not, Nitpick does a big sale every year right around Thanksgiving. Um, and I usually take the opportunity to stock up on some things. So the things that I bought this time, I bought a sweater gray quantity of just some gray Wool of the Andes because I would really like, an, I have a gray Cascade 220 worsted boxy, but I would like another kind of workhorse pullover just in gray that I could, especially like that I could throw a shawl on with um, to kind of dress it up. So I, I'm i not sure what sweater it's going to be yet. It might be a hoodie. It might be another Central Park hoodie, which I knit years and years ago, and I still wear my turquoise one a lot, but I want something neutral. So anyways, I bought that without necessarily having a plan for it. I bought quite a bit of palette. Um, Palette is their fingering weight um, non-superwash yarn, and so they recommend it for color work. And in the Spilly Jane Knits Mittens book, um, 
she specifically recommended palette because it will felt. And so um, she talked about how if you use a yarn like that and you um, and then you wear it on your hands, which tend to sweat and tend to agitate it, that your floats would felt and therefore you'd end up, so not the whole mitten, but like the inside of the mitten would felt a little bit and you'd end up with a sturdier, warmer fabric. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm really interested to try out these mittens. So that, um, some of the palette was a dollar. <laughs> so I was like, well, for a dollar, of course I have to have a whole bunch of colors of it. So that was kind of fun. Um, I bought some Felici, um, which will eventually be boys socks. Um, I got one that was mostly blues and one that was mostly like chartreuse and things like that. I'm going to do, um, contrasting cuffs, heels, and toes to make that stretch a little bit further. Um, but I think that'll be nice for them. And the Felici is at a nice price point in case they get lost or something. Um, so those were the things that I bought from Nitpicks. And then um, Sunday last weekend, in addition to my two fun Saturday trips out with my girlfriends, I have a good friend um, here in town. And every year we go to the local holiday craft fair. It's called Molly McGee's. If you're local, it's at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. And we always go. Um, and um, a lot of times it's the same folks. There was one really cute vendor, and I wish I had her card in front of me. She makes little pouches and things, and I keep one of her pouches in my purse. And so I basically bought the identical pouch so I could have another one in my purse where I keep, like, my chapstick and lotion and stuff like that. Um, but so a lot of times it's the same folks. And sometimes that's great because sometimes there's things you love, and, and there's always neat food stuff and jellies and marinades and stuff like that, which is cool, um, and things that are consumable. But this year there was a brand-new vendor – um, and I'm going to have to link it in the show notes because I found these little tins. And so they do, um, polymer clay and they had the most beautiful, it was like, imagine an Altoids tin. And then they had colored, covered it in polymer clay and the bottom, like the one that I bought on the bottom had been, had like a texture rolled into it. It kind of looks paisley. And then on the top it was kind of kaleidoscope looking. And so I bought myself one and it's turquoise. Durr. It kind of looks like butterflies. I almost bought it to give um, Emily from Knitting Butterflies, but then they only had one and I really wanted it. So sorry, Em. Um, but then I bought one for my mom and hers is like pinks and things like that. And it, um, it looked like it had a cross on it. And I just thought she would really like that um and the colors were beautiful but anyways they had all these different ones but that altoid tin size is such a nice size for notions so um i bought one of those and it did i put in a, um had like a, a kilt pin with some pair pins on it that i gave away at um, knit nosh and that fit inside it and then a stitch marker and then i put all of my goodies that i bought last weekend in there so like that little color work thing and the extra set of puppies and um, the circular stitch holder. And I got all of that to fit in that little tin. Um, so I might have to go buy a lot more of those. So I'll link to their site in the show notes because I thought that was really cool. Um, and I was pretty excited about them. And I um, I talked to the woman briefly. She was super busy about maybe doing a coupon code or a giveaway or something for you guys because I think you'll think they're super cool. So that was um, Sunday. And then... Oh, and then yesterday, 
I decided I needed some needles. Um, I just always feel like I am running short of small needles. I, um, I really have very loose gauge, so I knit my socks on size zeros. I tend, I'm knitting these ornaments on size twos. I think I could go down to a size one, but I didn't have a size one. And I'm also thinking about, um, oh, there's a Susan B. Anderson pattern for mitts, and I believe it's called like, like happy mitts or happy day mitts or something like that. And, um, when I bought the Star Wars yarn, I bought the OCD2, and then I also bought um, one that's uh, lightsabers. So it's like Darth Vader and, or maybe it's Anakin and Luke, I guess, right? So there's the Anakin and, and Luke. Um, and the mustache um, dyer had put on Instagram, this is why I bought the yarn, um, she'd made these Susan B. Anderson mitts, and she used the whole skein, so they were really long, and they're, they're basically just like stockinette. But they're knit on a three. Um, I'm going to want them to be nice and snug. And so I think I'm going to knit them on a one. Um, and I wound that up the other day, too. So anyways, I went into Longmont Yarn Shop for some needles. All I was going to buy was needles. Um, and I was going to be super good. But they have done a lot of refreshing of their inventory in there. And they have some really amazing stuff. So if you're local... And you're thinking about Longmont Yarn Shop and thinking like, hey, it's kind of little, kind of little, but a lot of great stuff in there. Um, so I went in and I had kind of in my head that I wanted a skein of um, Biscott and C self-striping yarn because that's one that has been on my radar for a while. And every time they get some in, um, they put video on Instagram of them opening up the boxes. And so anyways, I, I kind of just had the fever there. I was excited about that. Um so I went in and they had a colorway called Yellow Brick Road. It's really pretty. It's grays and yellows, which is kind of a, a soft spot for me um, color-wise. And then um, and then I was just walking around to see what else they have. They are carrying Madeline Tosh now. The only base that I noticed that they had was Twist Light, but that's a base that I like quite a lot. Um, so that was kind of exciting just to see that they had that. Um, here in town, they've carried Malabrigo for ages, but I, I don't think they used to have Madeline Tosh. Um, and then I was walking around, they had this yarn bowl on the back table that was filled with this beautiful, these beautiful colors. And they went over and looked, and it was Luxadorna cashmere. And it was so pretty, and I just couldn't resist it. So the way that it was presented, I think it's eight different minis of... Um, of cashmere in different colors and then there's a tag on it for a quick like chevron cowl that you can make and they it took me a long time to choose between all the beautiful ones but they had one that was beautiful jewel tone so I know there's a black and a white and a gray in it but then there's also like a navy blue and a really bold um kind of raspberry color and a chartreuse and it just sang to me and um so it's going to be my birthday soon, and I decided that I deserved some cashmere. So, anyways, I bought that, um, and like I said, if you guys are local, uh, definitely go in and pay Gail a visit because they've done a beautiful job of really um, really bringing in some unique and gorgeous things into the store. I know the Luxadorna they brought in specifically for Christmas, um, so that, that was cool. And then... The other two things I wanted, because I am probably going to drop the episode um, 
Thanksgiving Day. So the other two things that I wanted to make sure people knew about was the Eat Sleep Knit Sale, um, which has not been announced, but kind of always happens. So I have no reason to think it won't happen. I think they usually announce it last minute. I am in their 10K club, which I think means one year I bought 10,000 yards of yarn. Um, but anyways, I think I get an early notification and I might even get to like shop an hour early or something. But they do a big sale every year and it's 20 to 100% off and you don't know what you're going to get until you hit checkout. So um, I always give my husband a good wish list from Eat Sleep Knit uh, so that he can take advantage of that sale on and for Christmas shopping. Uh, and then I always do a little bit myself too. So there will be some things that were not on my my wish list. They had done some really cool, uh, and there's a few of them left, but they got some one-of-a-kind Madeline Tosh, and they had put them into sets. And so I know there was some um, twist light, and I think there was also... Hmm, TML, I think, Tosh Marina Light, which is the singles. Um, and they had kind of paired them up into threesomes, and there were some gorgeous color combinations. And I just didn't I didn't get off the starting block fast enough. I kind of was, like, coming and hawing, and then I one day I went out to, like, pick up the kids and run them around in the evening, and I got home, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back. And, yeah, it was gone. What I wanted was gone. But there are still a few of those left, if you guys think – that's a good thing. There was also, I think, some Tosh, I want to say it was vintage. There was a worsted weight, too, that they had some of these little sets of one-of-a-kind colorways. So that was kind of cool. Um, the other big sale I got a note about today was um, the Loopy U. So the Loopy U is local to me. They're up in Fort Collins, Colorado. But they do a great mail order business, and they have beautiful, beautiful yarns up there. And um, they are doing some sales as well for starting Black Friday through Cyber Monday. And I think it's basically, um, I think the yarns were 20% off. Um, and it's heavier weight yarns Friday and Saturday and lighter weight yarns Sunday and Monday. So those would just be some things if, if yarn's on your Christmas list um, or you're just wanting to pick yourself up something shiny for the holidays. Um I would check those out for sure. I would love to hear what kinds of sales you guys like at the holidays too, because I'm always interested in that. Last year, one of my favorite things last year, and I hope they do it again this year, uh, Tin Can Knits did um, the 12 Days of Christmas, and they gave away a free pattern every day. And I have a lot of beautiful Tin Can Knits patterns in my library now. So I'm hoping they do that too. And if they do, last year I tried to share it on the Facebook page every time they came up. But um I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I post those as they come up if you guys are keeping an eye out for that. So that's it for Stash. Actually hand-dyed. So I'm pretty excited, you guys, because it has been quite a while since I have had the time and the brain space to really um, do any dyeing. And this week, um, I just have been very focused, frankly, on self-care. Um, so I, I talked last time about the election. I'm not going to talk about the election again this week, but I, I have been in need of some self-care. So the one thing I've been doing for myself um, every single day is some yoga, and I wanted to share about um, this app that I have that's on my phone and also on my Apple Watch. I got an Apple Watch for free from work earlier this year, and um, it's called Pocket Yoga. And so you can do 
30, 45, or 60 minutes. Um, there's also like a sun salutations if you only have, you know, five minutes and you just want to get in a quick bit of yoga. Um, and there's three different levels, like beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then there's three different mountain, desert, and ocean. So there's lots of different combinations so that you can do a different workout um, without getting super bored. Um, and I love it. So I've been doing that every day. Um, and then I bought myself some cashmere. <laughs> and then um, I got the dye pots out because that really is something that is fun for me. It kind of feeds me creatively and and I enjoy it. And there were some things that I wanted to try for this Christmas stuff. So I had ordered a while back some minis from Wool to Dye For. That's where I usually get my undyed yarn because they have a beautiful selection. And I really like the yarns that I've gotten from them. Um, and so I did a bunch of minis. So the first thing that I did was I did a speckled mini. So I, I think the thing that I learned when I did this particular speckled mini is that um, heat is pretty important when trying to make something speckled. So this one turned out, it turned out very interesting and I, I love it. I did a couple of the um, ornaments in it, um, but it didn't, it didn't strike exactly the way that I wanted it to. But so that's with me, right? With me, it's like, I, I don't want to say it wasn't the way I wanted it to be didn't match the picture in my head. It was different in a way that I ended up loving. <laughs> so I um, so I did that, um, and I just I put it in a pan, shallow pan. Um, I think I dyed it with a silver gray first, and then I put it in a shallow pan, and I just kind of speckled it. But I the water wasn't hot, um, and so I think I got a different effect than I would have had the water been hot when I added the, the dye, if that makes sense. And then um, I dyed the yarn for my Riley Rose shawl. So with those, what I did was I dyed them all silver gray. Um, I mixed up some dye stock. And because they were minis, I did six different minis. And I was able to fit them all in a single pot. So they're all real consistent in terms of that base color. And then I speckled all three colors. So... The first one is a silver base with um, red speckles. The second is a silver with Kelly green. And the Kelly green seems to spread out more in the pot. It could be that it had to do with temperature or something, but I did a couple more using the green, and it just seemed to me like it it wanted to whoosh out into the pot more, which is fine because um, it looks really pretty. And then the last one, they're silver, um, but then I speckled them with silver, so they have some darker gray speckles on them, so it's really pretty. So, for example, like, there's a section in the shawl where the two colors are supposed to be garter stitch stripes, and for me, it's the the silver-based one and the red one. And what, what it really ends up looking like is then that I've got, like, a fourth color where it's gray background with dark gray and red speckles. Um, and so I love it. I'm really excited about it. They turned out great. I feel a little bit nervous that I'm not going to have enough of one or more of the colors and then I'll have to go back and try to recreate. Um, so fingers crossed that that doesn't happen because I'm not sure that that would go great. Um, but those turned out really pretty and I've been knitting with them all week and I love, I love to knit with yarn that I dyed. It makes the object just feel that much more special. So 
So that's kind of fun. Um, and then I was, like I said, I was seeing a bunch of my girlfriends last weekend. And so since I had the dye pots out, um, I tried some more of the Christmassy speckled things. And so in with the ones I did for my friends, I, um, I did not pre-dye them the gray. And I put them in a shallow pan of water. And then I let that heat up to sort of a low simmer. And then I speckled. And so certainly the red and the gray in that that case struck a little more quickly to the to the yarn. Um, like I said, the green seems to want to whoosh out a little bit more. Um, but I thought the effect of it was pretty cool. They're very, very pretty. I'll be really interested to see what my friends do with them. I didn't keep one for myself. So I'll be interested to see what my friends do with them and like how those turn out. Um so that was those. And then I was just in the mood to try to speckle things. So then I speckled one for myself that was uh, like bright aqua and fluorescent fuchsia and a little bit of silver gray. I have no idea what that's going to grow up to be, but it was super pretty and I'm really happy with it. And so then the funny story was I thought I thought I had silver dye stock ready to go. And I think I was doing this at night. And of course, I, I keep I moved all the dyeing supplies around in the house um, in part because I cleaned up my room and then I had this cabinet in my basement that I realized I could use to keep the dyeing, the dye itself, um, and kind of get it out of my knitting room. And so I had all this dye stock I mixed up and I grabbed what I thought was silver and I like held it up the light and I'm pretty good about marking the bottles and on this one bottle for whatever reason I couldn't find it. And so when I went to do the first set of minis, um, I grabbed that and I threw it in a pot and I threw in some dye stock. And even at that point I was like, yep, it's looking good. And then it was navy blue. <laughs> so I have now these beautiful four little minis of, um, of blue yarn. I'm going to use them for the cuffs, heels and toes of the boys R2D2 socks. And, um, I don't know what I'll do with the other ones, but they, they're lovely. So I'm not getting rid of them, but it was kind of a happy accident where I was like, crap, that's not what I meant to do. Um, but it all turned out okay. <laughs> So that was the first day. The other thing that I tried to do was, um, so they're 93 yard minis that Will to Die For sells as a mini. And that's a nice amount of yarn. Um, and I wanted to play with some self-striping ideas that I had. Um, and one of them I had to throw away because I'm an idiot. And so what I always do when I'm trying to make them self-striping is I soak them first in vinegar or citric acid. And then I... Um, ball them up with my ball winder and then I make the big loop so I'm, when I'm making the big loop I have the yarn in a ball like for some reason because I'm an idiot I thought that if I had only 93 yards of yarn that I could do that I could skip that step and I could just take it from the hank and wind it around my kitchen chairs and it would be okay and I ended up throwing it away I was like I don't I, uh, uh, I just made this giant mess of it um, and because it was only that amount of yarn, I was like, I'm not, I just, I'm not going to fight with this for two hours and make myself miserable. So that was a bummer. Um, but then I ended up over the weekend last weekend, I soaked up some more yarn so that I could do some more minis and they turned out fantastic. So I did two different, three different self-stripings, two on a mini and then one on a big skein. Um, the first one I did Kelly Green. Cherry Bomb, which is the red that I used for all the rest of the Christmassy things. 
um, sour apple and deep magenta. And it's pretty, <laughs> you guys, it's so pretty. So I did one of the ornaments and that it turned out so, because it's really like jewel tone and vibrant and so pretty. So that one I was really, really excited about. And then I did another one where I did a dark gray. So it's three stripes, basically. Dark gray followed by sour apple and the um, deep magenta and the dark gray again. So there's nothing separating the two bright colors. And those are turning out really pretty. I have not finished that ornament yet, but I think it's going to be really cute. It's a little close to the do one ditty that I had from um, Lollipop Yarns where I was like, eh, maybe I should have taken more risks because I kind of already have a yarn that looks similar to this. Um, although that one has gray separating the bright colors. Um, and then I took a big skein, like a regular size skein of yarn, 400 yards, and I did a really pretty, um, stripe. So I did the sour apple. I tried to, um, glaze it a little bit. So I had what was left of the dye stock I had made with the Kelly green and the sour apple. And I kind of tried to glaze those like I had learned how to do in my, class with um Sarah Eyre the craftsy class that I did um and so it's a really pretty you know maybe a little more complex green and then I took some Kelly green and just speckled it on and in this case it did it was nice and hot it did turn out a little more speckled and I was also very very frugal with the amount of powder I had on the spoon at any given time to make sure that it stayed a little bit more where I wanted it to and then I just took the other smaller section and I speckled that with the, I think I did deep magenta and hot fuchsia. Um, and it ended up, it's less speckled than maybe I was going for, but that's okay. Um, and it, so it really ends up just like big stripe of green, little stripe of speckly pink, big stripe of green. And that, I think they're really cute. So that's what a lot of the ornaments are going to be um, because... Uh, that was the one I did a full skein in. So if I if I think about it this weekend, I may do a full skein of um, of the self-striping with the four colors because that was my favorite. Um, but I'm very excited about all of these. I think they're going to make super cute ornaments. They would make super cute socks, except that I, I just dyed up little bitty bits of it. Um, and one of my girlfriends is coming over on Sunday morning for a dyeing play date. So more to come on the hand-dyed stuff, but it's been a really fun, um, fun little bit of time playing around with that. And I went ahead and ordered myself some more minis and some more sock yarn because I was out. So I got regular platinum sock minis. I got regular platinum sock. I got some sparkle minis and I got some DK minis because I thought that could be a fun thing to play with, um, in terms of, um, just experimenting with colors and things like that. So, that is it for hand dyeing. I know it's been a while since I've had that segment, so this time, this time there's plenty. Okay, guys, so I have a little bit of um, fun housekeeping stuff to talk about now. Um, the first is I, I pulled the winner for the Amplitude Shawl. So that's from um, Greg, who is Knitting Daddy, and he had gifted me a pattern of the shawl and then offered to gift a pattern, copy the pattern to you guys. Um, so I pulled a random number today and the winner was uh, Carrie who is Nightingale on Ravelry and Carrie I, I messaged Greg this morning so hopefully he will be sending that to you soon. 
Um, and then I pulled um, some Knit Nosh winners, guys. So I finally went through and tallied up all of the points and looked at all of the beautiful projects from the Knit Nosh along, and that was really fun for me. Um, and so I, what I did was I, I totaled the points and then I also went through and I wrote down the, the prizes in kind of random order. And then I used a random number picker to figure out which one was first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And I, then I decided to do a runner's up prize because there was a project that I was excited about. So, um, so that way you know, in my mind, these are all great prizes. I didn't want anybody to feel like a particular prize was like first prize. So they're kind of random. Um, so the first winner is uh, Jen, Jen Knitting Around. Jen finished during the Knit Nosh Along her beautiful um, Nerd String um, three-color cashmere shawl by Hohi Locatelli. Um, and so she also knit herself a pair of um, MJ Yarns mittens in the green dragon colorway I think anyways they're beautiful she posted like crazy about both of those on Instagram so if you check out hashtag knit nosh you can see a ton of um pictures of Jen's beautiful projects and Jen you are the recipient of the MJ yarns yarn so congratulations I have your address already so I will get those into the mail to you um hopefully before the holidays the second place winner is um, Jen, who is genuine on um, on Ravelry and um, and on Instagram. And Jen cast on and finished um, a bobble hat with some nerd string. And Jen, you are the winner of the skein of Skein Delis yarns. And I'm pretty sure I have your address as well, but I will be in touch. Um, then third place went to, I hope I'm going to pronounce this right, I believe it's Branwyn, and she um, cast on a pair of um, beautiful nerd string mittens, um, and they're this gorgeous peachy corally color that my friend, um, my other friend Jen is very, very obsessed with. I think maybe she bought some too. Anyways, um, they are beautiful and, um, they're just a gorgeous cabled pair of mittens. So you are actually the winner of the nerd string. Um, so that's very exciting. And then fourth place went to Carrie, who is Colorado Knits and Carrie knit a gorgeous pair of self-striping Peepaloo Fields rainbow socks. Um, if you have not seen this yarn from, um, from Sherry from Peepaloo, it's a beautiful white background with rainbow stripes, self-striping, and um, they're gorgeous. So uh, Carrie, you are the winner of the Modular Modular project bag, and I know that I have your address from your NOSHA registration, so I'll get that in the mail to you as well. And then Renee, who is Nene the Pain, um, knit with her samples a bunch of little bitty sweater-like ornaments. Um, so she got points for, for each of the things that she knit with the um, the samples. And so she is the winner of the People Who Fields yarn. So um, then there was another, um, there were two other projects that used the minis that kind of really spoke to me and I thought were fantastic. And so I decided I have the bags already for the next Knit Nosh. And so um, these two folks are going to get uh, Knit Nosh project bags from me. 
And that is Johanna Corden. Johanna, I hope I'm pronouncing, it's, I hope it's not Joanna. I think it's Johanna. Um, she made two beautiful color work um, projects using her minis, and they were the first entries in the finished object thread, and I thought they were gorgeous. So I'm going to send you out um, a little project bag from me. And then Shayna Cohen um, knit her son a dotted raised shawl with her minis, and it turned out fantastic. And I thought it was such a clever use of that amount of yarn. So, um, Shayna, I don't think I'm going to be seeing you anytime soon, so I'm going to drop those in the mail to you as well. So that is it for Knit Nosh Along winners, but congratulations. Thank you so much to everyone who attended and bought yarn and bought kits and participated. Um, I thought it was a big success, and I'm probably going to do some work this weekend on the next round for Knit Nosh, so stay tuned. So that's really it for the episode, you guys. I hope that everyone in the U.S. is having a wonderful Thanksgiving. I am thankful for my knitting. I am thankful for the podcast, and I am thankful for all of you guys. So I hope that um, that wherever you are, whether you celebrate U.S. Thanksgiving or not, that you're having a wonderful week and that you are um, getting to have some quiet time with your yarn. And so I'll be talking to you guys soon. In the meantime, happy knitting. <laughs>